Welcome to Dating Essential Podcast with Eva, the Relationship Maker, where we talk about dating, relationships, and we are answering your questions. Yes, this is Kim Bingham. She is reminding you that today it's a new day in your life, and every day it's a new day in your life. What a thrill. I have here a Canadian singer, Kim Bingham, and on my intro, it's her song, This Day, and I got the okay from her to use it. And it's on her album, Mud Girl and First Book. That's the name of the CD. She has so many things she has done. It's incredible. First of all, she used to model in Montreal. After she joined the band, Me, Mom, and Morgan Taylor, and it was a very, very successful Canadian band, traveled all across uh, the country. And she's going to tell you a little bit what the name means. Then she formed, uh, she moved to Vancouver. She formed a group, uh, not group, but Mud Girl, her label. And after Kim Band, she moved to, um, to Paris and back. She's, uh, she was touring with Nelly Furtado, David Usher, Brenvan 3000. She also wrote songs for the show, the French show. It's called Les Invincibles. And uh, she's a singer, songwriter, guitarist, vocalist, composer, and businesswoman. Last year, she came out with a new album. The name is Beppe Green. And I'm so thrilled to have her here. She lives now in Paris again for the past six years, I believe. I met her three or four years ago. Uh, We went to Père Lachaise in one of those coffee places and we talked. I did an interview, but then I did it uh, about fashion, but I did not have a venue to, um, to, uh, to put it online. But now this one, it's totally different. And I'm just thrilled that you gave me the time, that one hour, and I know how busy you are. So let's start for one thing. And after we're going to go to explain about me, my Morgan Taylor. So how is life in Paris? Can you go out? There are restrictions. There are this, that. How does it work? So uh, first of all, thanks for having me on, Ava. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to chat with you again. And, and congratulations on your new podcast. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so Paris is uh, in this time of COVID uh, actually is faring okay. Life is quasi normal since we were on lockdown from March until May. And uh, since May, uh, it's uh, been mask wearing in the, in the stores and a lot of people are wearing, still wearing masks, but for the most part in public, you don't have to wear a mask. But anyway, we don't need to talk about this too much. Let's no. just say that life, life in Paris is, is, uh, is, is doing okay. We're doing okay. We're being vigilant, but we're, we're doing all right. 
I know that you had done some shows before. Would you be able to go back and uh, perform again or not yet? Not just yet? No. Yeah, I have a, a friend of mine who's a jazz singer did do a, a jazz show just a few weeks ago and the show was full. So people are ready to go out, but uh, most of the venues are not really doing very much and everything's pretty much been postponed until next year. Mm-hmm. So, as I said, I'm going to let you explain. Me, Mom, and Morgan Taylor, we know what it's all about, but can you tell people who don't know who is Dr. Morgan Taylor? Yeah, so, well, Dr. Morgan Taylor, Henry Morgan Taylor, was a famous Canadian doctor, and he was a, he was a uh, gynecologist and obstetrician, and he was also a champion of women's, the woman's right to choose. Uh, you know, what to do with her body. So, of course, us being college kids at the time, thinking about what kind of band name we could have, we came up with a few. Uh, one of, well, I can give a couple. So, they're, of course, they're all offensive. But so there was Mr. Dress Up Gets Penis Envy, for those of you who know who Mr. Dress Up <laughs> And then, and there was another one that, that involved the word jamboree. I don't quite remember that one. But then Me, Mom, and Morgan Taller. And... We just thought, we asked the other kids in, the, in, in school, in the cafeteria, we were hanging out as we were talking about band names in college, which band name they thought was the most offensive. And they said, me, mom, and Morgan talk. I said, well, that's the one then. We got to take that one. So, so that's the juxtaposition of the abortion doctor and mom and, and yeah. me. Yeah, it's a play on words, as you could say. Oh, it was great. It, it definitely uh, attracted attention. And I remember that you actually met Dr. Morgan Taylor. We did. We had a barbecue at his house. <laughs> that was funny. He was very nice. Yeah. I remember you playing at um, Fufun Electric. It was the hippest place in Montreal that time. So, yeah, it's... Um, do you still keep in touch with uh, any of the people from the band? As a matter of fact, yes, because Good. yes, we are currently working on a project together for a anti-racism event uh, for Montreal racism mm -hmm. on September 12th. And so we're doing a cover song uh, called Racist Friend. It's an old ska song that we used to cover by a very famous band called The Specials. And so we're doing, we've been working long distance because one's in New York and two are in New York and one's in Toronto and then one a couple in Montreal and then one's in Barcelona and then I'm here in Paris and so we're we've been collaborating on that long distance and that's it's been fun. Well you always had edgy songs as I remember I mean the group it's always you touched on the on whatever was going on so that's why I think you were so so popular so, yeah, it's great. I just think we, we were up utterly ridiculous and people came to see us do what, like, the next insane thing we would do on stage. So, that's what I, <laughs> I don't know. I, have, I didn't think, you can't think about it too much with me, Mom and Morgan Tolly. You just do it. You just you go. Just do it. Yeah. Whatever is the subject that time, let's put it together. Like uh, yes, yeah, smash it, destroy it, take it, drive it to the wall. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> and before we go into your very busy schedules, 
tell me about about your last uh, album and i know that people can listen to on spotify and on uh, apple or itunes yeah apple music itunes uh spotify uh where else am i i'm on soundcloud basically all your deezer on all your famous reliable uh, sources of digital music so yeah, Up was my last full album, and uh, that album I did in, I was lucky enough to be asked uh, by John Kasner, who's a really well-known punk rock musician out of Montreal, same generation as me, he was in a band called The Doughboys. He called me up from LA, I was in Paris at the time doing music for a television show, and uh, he asked, he said, I'd like to work with you on your next album. And I said, okay, sure. So I uh, went out to Los Angeles and worked with a bunch of really great musicians and they're from, from very notable rock bands like Queens of the Stone Age, Jellyfish, Blind Melon. Jason Faulkner is a really great solo artist. He was also on the album. So that was the last full album that I did and uh, put it out mainly in Canada with a focus on Quebec. After that, I got invited to, right after it was released, I got invited to the Mita Music Conference, which is in the south of France, and I, I, to, to perform as part of the Canadian delegation, because each of the countries uh, sends their delegation of artists. And I, I had musician friends in, in France that could play with me, so I did the show, and it was a really big hit. And uh, as a result of that, it started opening up doors for me here in France and in Europe, just the people just kind of wanted to get to know me. And I decided I'd settle down here, just see, you know, see what happened. And so here we are, uh, six and a, seven and a half years later, actually. Seven, seven and, and a half, half years that I've been, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been good. Paris has turned out to be a really great place for me. For rock and roll, not so much, but for me as, a, as an artist, for as an artist overall and as a businesswoman, it's turned out unexpectedly to be a good place for me. Oh, that's great. And I know that, um, did you want an award or something? I don't know, you were recognized in Italy or something because you sing Italian on this album too. So, well, okay, well the last, so if we're talking about Up, that's the, that's the album I did in LA with John Kastner. I did release what it was a single actually last summer called okay. Pepe Green, yeah. And so that, let's see, well, as far as the, the unexpected gift of Pepe Green, it, the award, if you could call it that, was that um, it was chosen uh, by Bombshell Radio, which is an internet radio station. Their top 100 songs of 2019, it was number five. Wow, <laughs> so, congratulations. Uh, no, thank you, I mean, that was completely unexpected because it's not like, I didn't know who Bombshell Radio was and I didn't know, uh, I didn't do any real promotion behind the song. It was just, you know, that was a release. The music industry has changed so much over the years and years that I've been in it uh, that now when you release things, you know, unless you're with a really big machine, you're basically releasing things to people that you hope will like what you do and that they'll spread the word, you know, and that kind of thing. It's much more word of mouth than, and there are a lot of fantastic artists out there that aren't necessarily very well known, but there's always a lot of great music out there. So the fact that this song was just picked up like that, and uh, I think it was like Christmas Day that I got the text message. <laughs> and I thought, oh my gosh, Billie Eilish was number four. I was number five and Billie Eilish is a Grammy winner. So I was pretty proud of that accomplishment. 
Thank you, Santa. Thank you, Santa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something came out of it. And I know also that you are a businesswoman. So what do you do and how is your day shaping up? Like when you wake up, uh, because I had, you said to me, oh, I'm not ready. Let me go home and, and be able to uh, hook up with you because you are, uh, you are that busy. Yeah, well, uh, this, this, you know, let's see, do you want to call me an ambitious woman like Kamala Harris? Am I another ambitious woman? It's not a bad thing. As long <laughs> as you can handle it, as long as you can keep sticking to it, it's not a bad thing, but it's not perfect. But that, that doesn't mean you stop. You just keep going and you hope you get better at it as you go. So that's kind of the story of my life, right? I think for a lot of us, it's like that. So, well, so my, my activity is, uh, yeah, uh, I'll just describe how my life shifted when I moved here to Paris. So as I was promoting my album up here and finding that actually maybe Paris is not so much a rock country like uh, Italy is more so, Germany, the UK, most definitely England, I started, I was just looking for something else to do. And so I have... Um, family that's got a background in real estate and including my mom who's a very successful real estate agent in Canada and now in the US. So I met up with American expats in France that in Paris uh, and one of whom uh, has a, a service just helping Americans or other foreigners dreams come true of coming finding an apartment to rent here or to buy and I asked if she needed a hand because I was raised in real estate. And she said, yeah, I do. So one thing led to another, and um, I've developed a career in real estate in France. And uh, I've been a real estate agent. I've been an apartment hunter. I've worked in chateaus. So I've seen them in, in all different sorts of state. And I've been privileged to get a really deep knowledge of the French real estate market and the European and some countries in Europe in the real estate market and other countries in Europe. And uh, now I help, I help myself. Uh, I help myself. <laughs> I help other people realize their dreams of buying here in France is I'm a mortgage broker. I'm an international mortgage broker. So, you know, if you, if, Ava, when you're ready to come and buy your villa in Cannes, you just let me know and, you know, I'll, I'll get you the loan and we'll make it I'm happen. working on it. I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> but that's great. I mean, you know, the people, they're saying either they are right brain or left brain. It seems like for you work both. And I can say to the person who says it's not such a thing. Yes, there is such a thing. Just call you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, uh, the way that I've, people have, you know, people have brought that up to me before and uh, I don't promote one, my other career to the people who know me for the other one. So I do say, yeah, I have a double identity, but the reality is, you know, a lot of artists uh, have second careers. Car uh, there was William Carlos Williams, who's a famous po a poet and painter, and he was a doctor. And there's, there's, there are, there are famous people that have had other jobs, you know, that have, that were not, that people didn't necessarily know that they had these artists, these artists had other careers. And then the people that know me on the business side, kind of, they, they go, that's, I Googled you, that's not you, is it? And I say, yeah, it is, but don't worry. You know, I mean, I'm very serious about the job that I do when I'm working with my clients too. So it's about really about focus, I'd say. 
And uh, so when you're doing one thing, you're focused, one activity, you're focused on that. And then when you're doing the next activity, you're focused on that. And you're not, you know, you're not uh, thinking about five different things at the same time. You're just concentrating on the one, even if it's for five or 10 minutes, because that's all that you have. But it's really about focus. The other thing I'd say also about working in the business side and the creative side is that um, the, biz, the way that your brain works in business is, uh, how did I, I used to explain it as uh, taking the, uh, the, the abs some abstract plan or abstract wish and making it a concrete thing, right? So you bring the idea down into numbers and figures and the strategy. And then art is the other, is the opposite. It's taking concrete things and then making them completely abstract. So I, I like working my brain in both ways. And I actually have found since I've been in business, I've become a better artist. So you know what? Yeah. You have an advantage. When it comes to high price, you can sing it to them instead of telling them. <laughs> right. I can make it sound really nice. That's right. yeah. Good so tips, Ava. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, how is the business now, the real estate now during the pandemic? Is it working? Because I know it, people. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. You're saying you know people. I said I know people who are doing amazing, like in the States with this pandemic. So people buying up businesses, real estate, everything. So how is in Paris? Well, it kind of depends. Now, on uh, overall, better than uh, everyone was expecting uh, after, you know, being on lockdown and then people coming out of lockdown. Better than people people were expecting, but on the international side, because borders being closed, it's a lot more complicated. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so you know, we are there's a definite slowdown on the international side because a lot of people can't come travel here to buy their property, or you know, they had plans to come in summer and then it's delayed mm -hmm. to the fall, and now it might be delayed until you know the, the beginning of next year but they're ready to go. So I have, uh, I'm noticing there's a lot of people there at the starting gate that are just waiting until uh, travel becomes more possible. But internally within the country itself, it's, it, you know, the business is, is surprisingly uh, doing better than people are. So how is, how is your day looking? Like what you do in a day when you wake up? It's like, how is your day? It's like- I'm, I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Um, yeah, it's uh, well, you know, like all, all our lives are just a work in progress, right? We just try to start, start the day as best you can and just hope to keep it at, keep it at that level sort of crashing back down. Well, I mean, I definitely, there's a few things that I just kind of follow. And, you know, it took, maybe it took a long time in my life to realize that there's some basic things that just always work and they're based, based around self-care. That's the number one thing. And as I get more and more involved in these my different projects and building those things self-care is remains the number one thing so that means for me good sleep when I, I try for all five of these things i have five pillars good sleep healthy food uh, fresh food uh, regular exercise meditation and music study and practice so those are my five pillars if i get one of the five i'm doing okay right if I get all five then I know that I've had I've already had a successful day and that's even before I've gotten to really getting down to work so so I just what I'm trying to say is like I just realized that if I'm not in top shape I, I just can't 
uh, you can know. function. Yeah, yeah I, I can work for, you know, I can work solidly, like super focused, like hard focus for four hours, you know, at a, in a block if I'm well tuned and slept well and all that, and then take a break and then, you know, work another block of hours. But if, you know, if, if you're a little bit off, you're, you know, your focus can drift after 45 minutes and then, you know, you're just, you just keep peter out. Mm-hmm. So uh, stamina for all these, you know, to, to do what you want to do and get what you want to get done. You know, it's, I think that's really key. Well, yeah, it's uh, for me, that's the last one taking care of myself. I don't sleep enough. But uh, yeah, it's, um, that's very important, I suppose, to, uh, to function properly. Yeah, yeah. So do you take any vacations? Do you go anywhere? Not now, but uh, usual. Well, I mean, uh, you know, here in Europe, people are, the borders are open, so people are traveling. But I know in Canada, I think you can, you can, you can travel across the country, right? Yeah. And, uh, and in the States as well, people can travel. So, so within here, there, you know, people are taking holidays. I'm going to try to get away for I feel like a long weekend. You know, most of, most of uh, you know, staying close to home and and uh, that's fine. Yeah, just uh, just t- I, I have a lot to, to do over the business side and then uh, the music side because I'm preparing a new video to be released in another month and uh, with a Patreon page too, which is really exciting. So the preparation for all of that, there's a lot of work and the Mimo Million Dollar Project too. I'm so looking forward to it. I remember when you were uh, doing the video here. And it was the, I mean, you had the concept and it's, you, you would not, I mean, you would work with an agency, but I don't think you would like if they would say, you cannot do this because you have your own concept and always works somehow. Well, you know, that's the advantage of being an independent artist. It's the curse and the advantage. It's that, you know, you get to do what you, you get to define what it is, your, what your vision is and what you want to do. The flip side of it is that sometimes, you know, you can be wrong. <laughs> you can do make a bad move. But a lot of the time before, I mean, I can just say in the case of me, mom and Morgenthaler, there's so many of us that the opinions, I mean, if anything, we are just like, we're all a bunch of strong personalities. So when the opinions start, we generally get to what we consider to be the best option out of everything. We're more reasonable now than we were when we were teenagers, because when we were teenagers, we'd just argue until the last one who was still arguing was the one that won, you know? But there was no blood. No, no. Uh, no, no. We're just a lot of, <laughs> okay. no, a lot of horse, a lot of horse, horse throats, horse voices. But I'll say also, as far as me as a solo artist, you know, like I said, I have, I also have a video, a new video coming out next, next month, right after the week after the Morgenthaler one, I'm putting out a video for Sweet Irene. And it's a project that I did over lockdown, long distance with me in Paris and the director in, in London. And um, even with that, you know, it, those, uh, you don't need to have a, you don't need to be in a band in order to uh, express your vision. I think it's just about, you know, in my case, but having a clear communication with my collaborators and mm-hmm. so that we all kind of go towards what we consider all to be the best results. So I'm really proud of this new video that I've done. I think it's one of the best ones that uh, we've done and that it was done over lockdown and, and a completely unexpected project is, is pretty exciting. Yeah, that's great. You know, I, I have been following your um, career 
And it is just amazing. You always come up with something new. And it's always, you can, you can see the growth. I mean, you were very good to start with. And I remember here when you were singing at Babalu and, you know, all places like here in Vancouver. But I can see a different kind of, a different side of you, you know, like a more mature, somebody who went through quite a bit in life. And I just love it. I, I love listening to it, uh, the words, and I'm, I'm reading the, um, like I went online and I read, I didn't understand the Italian site. <laughs> I read about the Beppe, uh, uh, blue Beppe and Green. Beppe Green, why I'm saying blue? Well, I'll tell you, yes, go ahead. You finish and then I'll tell you who Beppe, about Beppe Green a little bit. So I love it. It's like, you know, it's, it's something, stirs something up in me. Yeah, uh-huh. tell me. <laughs> so, okay, well, so Beppe, uh, Beppe Green, a uh, nickname for the Italian composer Giuseppe Verdi. Oh. Yeah, and Verdi is green in Italian, yeah. and Giuseppe, short for Giuseppe, is Beppe. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, and so Beppe Green is a fictional character, but he actually, you know, just to basically give due to the person who is behind Beppe Green, I uh, had, had an Italian ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. who, a friend of our, a friend of his said, you look a lot like Beppe Green and Giuseppe Verde would call him Beppe Green. And so uh, he's got such an ebullient personality. I had to write a song about him. And so I called the song Beppe Green. Because when you were talking about, I met him, and when you were talking about cutting your hair, I said, I think you're singing about him, but yeah, I did, right. you know, that's the right. name. He's really fantastic. Yeah, we're still friends. He's a, he's a really, really fantastic hairdresser in Northern Italy. His name is Dennis Sinel, and he's an artist. He's, a, he's a, got a major gift as a hairdresser, mm-hmm. so... I, I miss his cut, so... <laughs> yeah. By the way... Um, I'll have to ask him. Jean-Pierre just moved back from Paris. Okay. And I'm having, uh, I mean, he he's the best with bangs, everything. So I'm going to see him on um, on Sunday. Very and cool. Barbara comes, my daughter. You, you remember her? It's yes. Her birthday, so that's my birthday happy, to her. Happy birthday to Barbara. Yeah. So and to you, mom. <laughs> thank you. So yeah, it's it's such a pleasure to see you again and see how well you're doing and how successful you are it's just i can't wait to go back to paris i loved it i think it's such a beautiful city it's such a it's like you relax you cannot do anything but relax here everything is (laughs) but there is like okay i'm here you know what i that that is I wish that were more true for those of us living in the city day to day because yeah, because the experience as a day to day Parisian is, is a little bit different. Um, you know, you get, you do get those moments and I think, but, but the city is quite frenetic and uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it likes to, there's a stress level here that, um, that also, you know, it comes with every city once you live in a city and you kind of get into the day to day of it. I just remember the driving there. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. Love the driving. Love it. You drive? Well, I have a scooter and I have done, uh, so I have a scooter that I drive around town and a bicycle too that, you know, you can get on the, on the public bike. But yeah, I mean, you, you, you definitely know that when you're getting on two wheels here, 
especially two wheels, four wheels in the vehicle that's different, but you're taking your life into your own hands. Like there definitely has to be a part of you that's like, you know, stunt person and that you're just gonna, (laughs) you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get in there, but I, I love it. So, you know. I'm going to look for your video that's coming out. I'm going to look for the music that is coming out with co- collaboration with mm-hmm. Mivan and Morgan Taller. And I'm going to mention it in the, when the time comes. So people can look it up and they can listen to it. And I want to thank you so much for giving me this time. I had so much fun. And it's so nice to see you. You look beautiful. You didn't change at all. <laughs> seriously cool. thank you okay all right well thanks thanks so much for having me and and uh take care ha- happy just wish uh sending all my best to the family thank you so and, much uh, yeah all right well take care eva bye and until next time be gentle be safe and don't forget there is no happiness without love love yourself first and love your partner. Thank you for listening and this day it's a new day in your life.